Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Black Man Podcast. Today I decided I want to let y'all into my head a little bit. I've been having this great internal conflict that's been troubling me for the last couple of years because it's really going to impact my future in a grand way. And I thought, who better to talk to this about than my listeners? So let's get to it. This conflict, y'all, has been bothering me. It's been getting to me for, like I said in the introduction, a few years now. And again, the reason is, it's going to probably impact my future more than many of the other decisions that I'll have to make in my life. And basically, just to not drag it on, (laughs) the conflict that I'm having is, Do I stay, or let me not say stay because I'm not there, do I go back to Baltimore and live out my life and my career, or do I move somewhere differently? And to a lot of people, especially to those living in Baltimore, it's an easy answer to that question. Leave. It's simple. And that's because... Baltimore is a very, very um, interesting place, I'd say, you know, especially, I'd say, as a minority and someone who is not upper class or even middle class. For the lower class minorities, Baltimore is a very, very, what's, what's one word that could sum it up? Difficult place to live in. And I've I've listed a few pros and cons that are kind of, you know, keeping me on the fence about whether I choose to stay or I choose to go somewhere else. And somewhere else maybe in the U.S., somewhere else maybe outside of the U.S., who knows, but somewhere else. So let me tell you the cons first. This is a psychology trick. You tell people bad news first, and then you say, but, and then you tell them the good news, and it gives them a better feeling about whatever news you just gave them. Anyway, let's talk about the cons of living in Baltimore. The number one most obvious con is the extreme violence in Baltimore. If you don't know anything about Baltimore, The one thing you should know is a violent place. I don't know what the current stats are for Baltimore right now, but usually it's in like the top five cities in America for like most murders. I was just talking to my mom the other day and she was just telling me like how concerned she was about the number of murders committed by people under the age of 16. And I have a little brother who's 14. So I was like, of course, this hit home for her and she was just vented to me about it but yeah it's it's crazy like for those of my listeners who are not familiar with baltimore never heard of baltimore never been or never lived there i know people can kind of exaggerate when they talk about how bad 
the place that they come from is. But no, like, Baltimore is sick. At a young age, like, I say maybe about eight or nine, that was the first time I knew somebody who got murdered. Like, as a, a child, I remember the guy who lived across the street from me got murdered. And, yeah, since then, it's like, you it happens so much, and you hear about it so much that you become desensitized to it. Whereas, back home, or you hear it in America or in the streets or whatever, there's a phrase, people die every day. It's life. It happens. But people don't realize it's not normal. It's just in that area. And I'm not speaking of Baltimore specifically at this point in time. You know, there are plenty of places where murder is very high. But I'm just saying, the rest of the world is not like that. And it's sad that you kind of become so used to that where you just think that that's how life is. So I would say that's my number one con, the violence. And the sad part about Baltimore, you know, it's a small place. Even if you're not directly involved in, let's say, drugs or some type of crime, the proximity, you know, everything, the closeness, everything is super close. So you could be a regular citizen. You could be the most outstanding citizen in the world. You don't do no type of crime. You don't do nobody wrong. You just go to work and come home. But Baltimore is so small. Again, it can be a shootout right next door or something. Or you could be driving to work and something just happens. Stray bullet, you did. Or somebody high, they want to rob you. You don't have enough money, you did. Or you try to fight back, which you shouldn't do. You did. Or they see your car. They want your car. You don't want to give up your car. You did. It's, it's like so many situations where it's like, man, no matter what I do, I'm always in harm's way. And for me, as somebody who feels like I've accomplished a lot, I've been through and overcame a lot of adversity, I don't want the way I go to be just through some senseless murder you feel me it's like of course nobody wants that but i'm just thinking like i've just accomplished so much do i really just want to put myself in a dangerous environment where everything is just gone in an instant for literally no reason at all i'm not involved in anything it's just somebody wants my stuff or just had bad accuracy bad aim or any of those reasons where it's just senseless violence it's like no i don't I don't think I want that. So that's the number one con again. Um, then I got some other stuff, you know. It's a little expensive to live in Baltimore. Maryland is generally an expensive state to live in. Uh, Baltimore, the city is dirty. Dirty as hell. Um, raising a family. That's another one of my biggest concerns. So, of course, I was born and raised in Baltimore. All of my schooling was in Baltimore from pre-K to my master's degree. Everything was in Baltimore. So it's possible, but as an insider, you know, who knows all the details, I was an exception. 
many of the people I went to school with or, you know, grew up around, they did not have the favor that I had in life and in school. So it was like, do I want to raise my children, one, in this negative environment, two, in a school system that is not good? Like, honestly, I try to be fair on my assessments and my judgments of things. The Baltimore school system is bad, like bad. I remember days where, or school years where air conditioning wasn't working, food was terrible, teachers were terrible. It's like, how can they expect anybody to become educated or be able to focus or be in a proper learning environment with so much going on? So I have to think about that. Again, the environment, I got to think about school. I got to think about politics. Uh, politics are corrupt in Baltimore, which was which is one of the reasons why I think the city has so many problems. The police, it's it's like endless amount of things that you would have to deal with. Like when you think of a society or a I would say a good society, I think you can narrow it narrow it down to a couple basic good features. If it's a really good education system, really good medical system and the police and a general sense of community like that's most likely going to be a thriving community and unfortunately in baltimore that doesn't really exist in a lot of places but those are just some of the cons you know i can talk about the pros as well there's a lot of pros that i have one all of my family and friends that i grew up with are in Baltimore, well, for the most part. So it was like, if I were to go back home, I'm not alone. I have all of my loved ones close. And yeah, I can very well or very easily stay in Baltimore and feel that home feeling. My culture. So again, I went to school my entire life in Baltimore. And I think I went to some very prestigious schools, you know, the Baltimore Polytechnic Institute. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Uh, I would love for my children to go to the same prestigious engineering high school that I went to and be able to get the same ring as me. And, you know, that would be great. And then be able to go to Morgan. Um, I went to Morgan State University. So if they were to go to my college, you know, keep my legacy going and make their own name. Maybe join my fraternity or a fraternity or sorority if it's daughters, you know, stuff like that. You know, that's that's special. And I think it's cool when people live in places where it's like, oh, yeah, my grandfather went here and my father went here and my uncle went here and we all went here. So like we known at this school, like my family comes through this school generation after generation. And maybe I watched too many movies, but <laughs> I always thought. That was a cool thing, especially if you are doing what you're supposed to do and you are, for lack of better words, like at the top of the school. You know, people know your reputation for being a good student or an athlete or something like that. I think that would be super cool. Um, I would say what are the other pros that I personally think other people may not agree, but I think Baltimore has a lot of potential in the future. If the crime situation got handled, the politics and the education, like Baltimore would be, I would give it like top 10 cities to live in, 
in the whole entire United States. The location is great. It's right near Washington, D.C., right off the Chesapeake. And Baltimore itself has a lot of culture, like even historically with the national anthem being written in Baltimore and the whole inner, the whole inner harbor area. And it's beautiful. Well, it can be, you know, if they was to clean it and get the water right and get all of the trash out. But y'all know I'm an optimist. Like, I'm very positive. So I look at things not for necessarily what they are, but what they could be. And even with Baltimore, I do the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I think that Baltimore has a future. It's just got to get that act together. And another reason, or I would say a pro, is with my life, what I know and what I've been through, I feel like if I were to stay in Baltimore, I could actively be a leader in my community. And I've talked to y'all before about how I kind of hyper-focused on leadership skills. Like at one point in time, especially when I was getting my master's degree, it was like what it takes to be a good leader and proper leadership, all that stuff. So it was like with those things that I know, with the knowledge that I have and my experience with traveling around the world, you know, I can take the best of what I've seen in other places. And I'm very good at communicating and bringing people together. So it was like I just personally feel like I will be able to lead within my community, not necessarily be a leader or the leader of the community, but I will be a leader within my community. So with those pros and cons, right, the biggest problem that comes to my mind is, okay, I've thought about the cons, and to me, honestly, it kind of weighs more on the bad side because, I mean, the pros are good, the pros are great, but the cons are endangering my life. So I was like, leave. But then this conflict comes up where am I abandoning my community by leaving? And for some people, again, instant answer is no. You don't owe Baltimore nothing. You don't know your community. You don't owe your community anything. It's like, just go. But again, as a person who has accomplished a lot I feel like I kind of do especially being in a black fraternity um, going to a black college it's like I have this responsibility to uplift my people especially those who don't have the resources and they don't know what they're doing or where they're going it's like I know what it takes to become successful in a certain amount, you know, it's, a, it's it's different levels to it. But I know that if I'm talking to the youth or whatever, I can help them or guide them to get to a point where they're at least, at least in a situation where they can control their future for the most part. I'm not going to tell nobody how to get rich or what job to go to, but I could, you know, guide people like, yo, stay in school and do this. And when you have trouble with this situation, these are your options. You know, it's like I've been through all of that stuff. So I feel that responsibility, especially, again, because I was a tutor when I was in college. Like, I worked with kids, and I know what they were going through after school because I've been through it. But 
as a person who's been through it and gotten through it and seen it on the other side, it's like, yo, just do this and you're going to be good. It's like, don't worry about all the distractions. Stay away from the drugs and the gangs and the violence and the doing the dumb stuff and you're going to be straight. But if, I'm, if I leave, if I go, how can I do that? And I feel like I'm letting down this whole entire next generation and future generations by just being like a, an escapee. Like, yes, I made it. All right, I'm gone. That's it. And one thing, when I used to go to this church in Baltimore, I had my pastor. He used to always say, the state of the black community now is nobody's responsibility or nobody's fault except for his generation. And he always explained the reason he said that was when he grew up, it was doctors in the community, engineers in the community, pharmacists in the community, teachers. Everybody stayed within the community, represented themselves well, took care of each other. And, you know, that was in like the 40s and 50s. But the next generation, everybody moved out of the black community. And who was left? The people who couldn't leave, you know. And that's not to comfort anybody's career or their situation. But it's like we had no more positive representation in the community, according to him. You know, I wasn't alive, so this is just his words. So it was like without this positive um, images and people in the community and people who can take care of our community from within, we didn't have to outsource to rely on different races of people and people who are not from within our community, that's when the community fell apart. And with him saying that all the time, that just kind of pushes that idea in my head. Like, no, I don't need to run from my community. Why can't I stay within my community and just be another positive image? But at the same time, I also know people who tried to do that and once you reach a certain level of positivity and protesting and trying to do the right thing in the city, and this is what I've heard, you know, again, I haven't experienced this. Once you get to these levels, you realize that the people at the top are just corrupt. And I guess that's where the politics kind of come into play. Like a lot of people aren't in it to really help anybody. They in it for the money or they in it for the clout, the fame. You know, they don't really care for the community and still even you can make it to the top the quote-unquote top and be one of the most positive influences that we have in a city and then the next day you get shot and robbed and killed like is is that simple is that easy for everything you've worked for to just be taken from you in an instant so it's just like man like what do i do and Again, it kind of comes to the question, it's like, do I owe my community or do I owe Baltimore? And I mean, lately I've been having thoughts, especially while it hasn't been about America, I mean, about Baltimore, it's been about America because a lot of people, I would say, complain about living in America, but will never leave. And to me, it's like, why? Like, why do you hate America so much? But the idea 
of leaving. And let me just say this. I'm not saying it's easy to leave America. I'm not saying it's simple. None of that. But the idea of leaving the country never even crosses most people's mind. And it's honestly not as expensive as people think, but that's a whole nother conversation. But it's like just the idea like, okay, I hate this country. What other country could I go to and have a happy life? Or, I mean, you don't even have to jump to a country. What state or other city? But, again, people are, they would rather sit where they are and complain about it. And I always ask, like, what does your city owe you? Like, what does a place owe you where you have to sit there and just be stuck? And Or maybe I'm looking at it from a different light. I'm kind of getting a little mixed up real quick. But... <laughs> That's at least how it's portrayed in my mind. It's like, or for me, I would say, why do I owe Baltimore to stay there? And again, it's like, I don't know. Like, what has Baltimore done for me? Whereas, like, I have to stay there and live there and rep Baltimore for the rest of my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Baltimore to the, the end of my days, all my life. West Side is the best side. Park Heights till the day I die. You feel me? 21215. But <laughs> what has Baltimore done for Karan Carter? Like, why do I have to ride so hard for this city? So that's like the other end of the conflict in my head, the two conflicting sides. Like, I feel this responsibility to help the next generation and guide them and push my city forward. But at the end of the day, what has my city specifically done for me? What does Baltimore provide for me where I should even want it to be better and I guess to answer my own question because it's coming to my mind now it's like it's not necessarily the city like Baltimore but I love people and I feel like in Baltimore we are a very misunderstood people and it takes somebody from Baltimore to understand somebody else from Baltimore because what we go through again is very unique to what a lot of other places or a lot of other people go through. And, yeah, I ain't trying to rap too long. I'm low-key tired. But, yeah, that that's really it. I think one thing, because y'all know I'm always talking to my elders, I've talked to older people, and one idea that they gave me is you can always help from a distance. So you can move out of Baltimore, but still give back to Baltimore. You can give money for scholarships and community outreach programs and all that without being directly in the city. And I've thought about it like, yeah, it sounds good. And that's probably the wave that I'm going to be on. Maybe I think I'll or I could move somewhere kind of close to Baltimore, but just not live directly in the city. But. I feel like having a physical presence in an environment is the best thing, you know. But again, do I want to deal with all of those cons that I listed? So it's like, yeah, I can help from a distance, but am I giving the most of what I have to offer? Another side of that spectrum that I think about or another side of that problem that I think about is I know firsthand if you're on the the end of a stick where you need help and somebody is just giving you money or 
helping from a distance, the first thing that a lot of people usually say is, you don't know what it's like. You're not here. You don't you don't see what we see. You don't go through the problems that we're going through today. And I can always say, man, I'm from Baltimore, you know. But then the, the argument comes up, that was such and such years ago. We're talking about today, right now. You don't see the problems that we face on a daily day basis in whatever year that conversation would take place. So maybe I'm overthinking it. You know, I think about a lot of stuff. I kind of overanalyze in certain situations. But I feel like I have to overanalyze in this situation because of how much it's on my mind, how heavy it is on my heart. Because one reason or one thing I don't want to do is get to my deathbed as an old man in old age and feel like I didn't contribute to the development of my Baltimore community. And I think I would, that would like haunt me. Like, like again, a lot of people probably don't care that much, but I'm a very care person, especially for the place that I come from, because, you know, that is where I was born and raised. That's 95% of my life experience. So it was like, if I can help it become a better place and create other versions of myself, other young, successful black men, why would I not? But yeah, now y'all know what's been on my mind, what's been on my heart lately. And lately, again, it's like the last couple of years because soon I'm going to have to be figuring out where I'm going to live when I go back to the States. So it was like, man, I got to kind of figure this out. But yeah, thank y'all for listening to me. You know, I feel like I was venting to y'all today. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all for helping me out. Uh, if you got any feedback, any remarks, or you want to start a conversation about this, my DM's always open on the Word Around page. So, again, I appreciate y'all for listening, like always. Love y'all. Y'all be easy. And think about what you could do for your community. Peace.